Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. And I am here today again. I'm so excited. I have a guest that is returning for a second time. You ladies loved having him. Colin Tate, who wrote the book, Is This Your Man? And uh, he's been on before, and we're just excited to have him on again. You ladies uh, absolutely loved having him. And the information he gave was awesome and honest, Colin. So welcome back to Lovability. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, you know what? I loved you. It's so fun for me sometimes to learn from other people, especially you guys. Uh, So you guys offer uh, some type of insight that, you know, obviously as a woman, I can't. You know, one Mm -hmm. thing I found really interesting going through your stuff is you have um, you that you're known as the relationship lifeguard. You uh, you coach a lot of women. And one thing that I read about you is you said there's five types of men uh, there's five types of men that women need to be aware of, right? Actually, six. Oh, six. We've added one because in in the this particular thing it says five. So no, it says six. I just I'm just blind. Okay, six types. <laughs> so um, so what are the six types? Because I don't think we ever got into that before. So tell me about the six types. Well, the, you're right. We didn't get into it before. So the six types of men. You number one, you have what I like to call the total package. And a total package is the man that fits everyone's particular criteria. So, for example, if you want a man with a certain height, certain build, certain job, certain car, that could be your total package. But what you perceive to be your total package, your best friend or your neighbor's total package could be completely different. But this is the type of guy that kind of makes you throw the rules out the window and you kind of lose yourself. Every woman has had a guy that they've gone kind of fool over, if that makes sense. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Okay, we're the ones where we lose our mind. Okay, we've all yeah, had one. Yeah. Keep, okay, keep going. So the second gentleman is called the online player. So this is the guy that has learned how to manipulate and navigate through the world of online dating. He finds that he, he's a man that is not very confident in front of a woman outside of the computer screen, but behind the computer screen, he can kind of become any man he wants. Now, and I don't mean a catfish where a, a guy is saying that he's one way, but he is from Nigeria and he's a completely different person. Right. This is just a guy that knows how to manipulate, knows how to navigate through online dating waters. And he's just somebody that women need to be careful of when they're putting together their dating profile. Okay, so uh, I, I have a couple of thoughts about that. So is this the sure. guy that kind of knows how to charm and woo a woman uh, online? You know, he emails uh-huh. her, charms her, and then disappears. Is that this guy? Yes, so, yes and no. So what he will do when he dates online, what he typically does is he has a, a signature message that he sends to women. It's a five, six-line message. And what he does, he just literally copies and pastes the message to as many beautiful women as he can. And then when the women actually respond, then he will take the time to actually read over their profile. But he's very meticulous because even every woman he talks to, he will take out his notepad and write, for example, Jennifer at the top of his page and make sure he keeps track of the things you said. You used to live in Atlanta. You're from Houston. You're on a radio show, blah, 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 blah. So when he talks back to you again... He can recall this information because every woman loves a man that listens. Wow. Wow. So 
so now when you meet this guy in person, though, he's not he's not all that in person. Is that is is that well, what you're... He, he still is who he is. He just he's like I said, he's not catfishing you where you just think really you're good at on, just really good at navigating online. Like, like one guy in my book, he has pictures of him uh, jet skiing. He has pictures of him in a safari in Africa. He has pictures of him uh, skydiving. But when you look deeper, the pictures of him in Africa were just some fields in Alabama. Or the picture of him skydiving, you can't tell it's him anyway because he's, he has all this equipment on. So he just formulates a story because that's what, that's what online dating is. You're telling a story through your pictures. And he knows that women love to read, so he will put a lot of poetry, a lot of different genre of different things that will make women pique their interest because women like to read. But for men, when we're reading your profiles, we're not we're, men aren't reading paragraphs on top of paragraphs of different information like that. So he knows how to work it, basically. He knows how to work the online game very clearly. Yes. So you know, just again, I mean, before we move on, because I think this is, I think this particular guy applies to a lot of women that are in online dating is quite popular. So, uh, so a question about this. So what is driving this guy psychologically? Is it that his need for attention? I mean, what, what is he after? What is he, cause he's obviously getting something out of doing this. What is, is, is his enjoyment out of the, uh, you know, these women coming after him and, you know, the, the thrill of the chase and getting them? What, what is, there you go. That, that's it? There you go. Yeah. yeah, the thrill of the chase, because it's, it's truly a numbers game. It, it is online dating for a man who can really navigate it. It's kind of like being in college all over again. And I, I always tell women, when you are doing online dating, stay away from the flea market type sites. Flea market sites are like the OKCupid's, the Plenty of Fish, the Tenders, because it's, it's like a flea market. You have to really sift through uh, what could be a good deal. But most of the time you're getting a bad deal. So I always tell women, if you're going to do online dating, if you're going to be serious about it, you need to stick with paying sites because – the things that, let's say, Jennifer, if you want to do an online dating profile, let's say on Match.com, you'll just fill out the information, put your pictures, blah, 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 blah. But what women don't realize is when men sign up for online dating profiles for these serious-minded sites like OK, like excuse me, like um, eHarmony, they put you through a more of a vigorous process, and it's there to kind of weed out the men that aren't serious because. There's so many sites where I can just sign up and act a fool and just do what I want to do. But eHarmony, Match, they put you through a little bit more just to see how serious you are. Yeah, no, I love that. That's uh, I agree, too. And I think it's part of part of it, too, is the investment. You know, if somebody is willing to make a financial investment into their love life, they're prob- there's probably some level of seriousness. So the paid sites Absolutely. are always better. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Thank you for taking the time to go through that guy because that guy is everywhere. <laughs> okay, let's let's hit guy number three. The next guy is the baby boy. And the baby boy is not to be confused with a mama's boy. A, a mama's boy is just a man that tends to put his mother above all women. A baby boy is a man that has a hard time growing up. He is uh, usually attractive to the woman. He usually has a lot of get-rich-quick schemes. He has some reason why he's not successful, but he usually goes after women for what they can do for him, uh, women that can provide for him financially, emotionally, uh, but he, he will never fully commit to you. And what's ironic about a baby boy is 
when a baby boy gets his life together, whoever he's with, he gets rid of. And the other side of it, if the woman who's dating the baby boy would ever have full confidence and have full self-esteem, she would give she would get rid of him as well. So there, they are two sides of the same coin when a baby boy gets into the picture. You are a smart, smart man because I was thinking when you're talking about him, I'm thinking about the other side of it. I'm thinking about the women that are attracted to him. You know, these mm-hmm. are these are the women that you know that take on the boy toys, right? They're mm-hmm. yep. they're the cougars sometimes. Yep. They're taking on the boy toys, and uh, they have their own motives. So everybody's getting. Everybody's getting what they want in some way. Uh, so. They are. And, and, and I used to tell women who would date baby, baby. I'm going to tell you, when Steve Harvey came out with the 90-day rule, baby boys loved it. Because they, a lot of times these baby boys are dating women they're not so much physically attracted to. So they would use that as a tool for them not to sleep with you right away. I mean, I can tell you so many stories of men manipulating, using the 90-day rule, saying, I'm trying to wait until we get more serious. Or that's what, and, and baby boys were the, were the men that do fake orgasms a lot. And so I, I, I know we touched on that a little bit, but because they're there just for a common goal. But as always, it won't last long because they will start to show their original traits. They will cheat on you because they will be with somebody uh, that fits what they need physically. But they can never, because of where they are in their current situation financially, it will be difficult for them to find a woman that is equally as beautiful, but also successful. It's hard to find. You are just such a great plethora of information. I mean, it's just unbelievable how much information you're putting out. These women are going to be eating this up. So uh, thank you. Let's just keep going. So baby boy, then we've got who's number four. I can't wait. I'm excited. Next you have the BS or AKA the bull as you, you know, We we all know him. Yeah, so the BSer, there are two types. I like to call one is called a vested BSer and an unvested BSer. So a vested BSer is someone that has more vested in the relationship. He may be your longtime boyfriend. He may be your children's father. He may be a guy that has has you be been his longtime fiance, but for whatever reason, he will never fully fully commit to you. He. Um, um, you know, you think you're going to get married. He, some reason something comes up. He's always reevaluating. Sometimes you guys may break up, but he comes back to you. But for whatever reason, you are not enough for him to fully commit. So that's the vested BSer. Then the unvested BSer is that guy that you're dating and you've never met his family. You've never been over to his house. You've never been to any special events. It is truly a on and off again sexual relationship. And what happens is when he gets bored or when he has it, um, uh, accomplishes goals with other women, he will do what we like to call a boomerang effect and come back to you, giving you all these ridiculous excuses of what happened. Or, you know, I had one woman tell me that a guy came back in the picture because she found, he found out she was dating somebody else. And I told him, I said, it wasn't his heart that was broken. It was his pride that was broken. Right. Because we think we have such control over the situation that you're not going to go anywhere. So a BSer, I always tell women, if you ever want to know if a guy's interested in you, it's so simple. If every woman on this who's listening has had a guy that has called her all the time, emailed her, texted her all the time, but for whatever reason, you were not attracted to him. He was not your type. But there was never a question of whether the guy liked you or not. He made it crystal clear. A BSer... When he, when you're getting those mixed signals and you have to ask your friends, your family, your coworkers, your guy friends, 
you have your answer. The mixed signals are always the answer. But women make the mistake of trying to renegotiate and make sense out of mixed signals, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. You know, one thing you said in all of that is, uh, you know, you talked about the fact that they don't commit and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that it they all kinds of promises, but it yep. never does lead to that. And you use the words, you're not enough for him to commit. At the end of the day, it comes down to you're not enough. And really, I just want to clarify for ladies listening, because that's a that's a big trigger point with women is not feeling worthy and not feeling like they're enough. And uh-huh. and I think it's important to say exactly what you're saying is this is not about a woman not being enough. This is about a man not being able to commit. He is playing a game. He has his own agenda. This has nothing to do with a woman's worthiness, whether or not she can or cannot commit. She's probably the woman that wants a relationship. She's probably a woman that buys into the whole romance thing because I think the BSers are really good at um, at BS, right? <laughs> at feeding, you know, feeding out the charm and uh-huh. keeping a woman, you know, keeping a woman engaged and hanging yep. on to nothing. And it has really nothing to do with the woman's worthiness. It has to do with the fact that he is not a commitment person. He is out for himself and it's a game for him. And, well, and what, women, yeah. what women notice sometimes, Jennifer, is that when they finally break loose, and, and, and I think time keeps them committed because they're like, I've invested 5, 10, 15 years. But when they finally break loose, a lot of the women notice that the BS turns around and gets married very quickly. So it's not so much that he's com- he, is, uh, he has commitment issues. He just has commitment issues with you. And so the sooner you realize that, the sooner you break away – and I'll tell every woman, here's a test to know if you're in a really good relationship for women who are involved with the man. If you find yourself watching a lot of those Hallmark movies about romance and the fairy tales or reading those romance novels, you're not in a good relationship because you are still trying to find the fantasy because you're not living it in reality. So, for example, my wife doesn't read romance novels. She loves the love and hip hop, all that craziness because she doesn't have craziness in her life. But when you are missing something, and you're watching all those romance novels, that, that is a sign that you are not in the type of relationship you want. You're looking for it in a book or in a TV show. Good stuff there. Good stuff. I do want to add one thing. Just again, it's I love collaborating uh, because sure. you have this experience. I have this experience. And, the, you know, again, I want to go back to that whole idea of, you know, sometimes the guys will turn around and get married right away. Um, sure. I have definitely 100% seen that and I collaborate with you on that. And I think there are the forever players. So, yeah. you know, there are the there are some guys that it doesn't matter. You leave and they won't commit to anybody. You know, you're, you'll walk away and you'll realize that guy's not going to commit to anybody. It wasn't you. It wasn't them. It's not anybody that these are the guys that cheat. These are the guys that, you know, they're that's just who they are. And, uh-huh. you know, it's it's not who you like. It's, it has nothing to do with your, you know, your ability to commit or your ability to be worthy, because I think it, I think it can go both ways. So that's all I wanted to add Correct. because Correct. I do see these forever bachelors and they do fit under that BS, you know, um, uh-huh. they do fit under the BS category unless you have more. So let now we're on number five, yeah. right? So let's hit number five. So number five is called the CEO, uh, chief executive officer. He is the man that is the controlling gentleman. He wants to 
control all aspects of your relationship. He wants to know where you're going, who you're with, what you're wearing, where you're working. He can be very controlling. He can be very emotionally, spiritually, and physically abusive at times. This is the guy that comes on very strong. He has no issues about discussing long-term commitment, marriage, love, kids. He moves quickly. He can pretend to be your Prince Charming because he wants to lull you in a false sense that this relationship is going somewhere. Now, the CEO generally targets women also who have low self-esteem, generally women who have father issues, uh, abandonment issues, uh, because women cannot are, aren't able to distinguish that he is leading with what he can do for you. He's leading with his money. He's leading with his job. He's leading with his car. He's leading with his house. But ultimately, once you get with him, he's going to pull you away from your support system because he wants total control. And when he has total control and you try to break away, uh, that's when things can get really rough. It's, it's something we, in psychology, we call separation assault. When you finally decide to break free and I've had enough, that's when things really get, uh, get ramped up because now he no longer has control over you and his mind starts spinning and that's when it can get really dangerous. Got it. Yeah, this is a power thing for sure. So, uh, so why do you think... Why do you think women are drawn to this guy? What is it? What is the appeal from a psychological standpoint, do you believe, for the woman that got, that is attracted to this guy? That's a great question. I think it is learned behavior from childhood or, or, or from some traumatic experience. So, for example, uh, if you yourself as a child saw your mother or father getting mistreated, whether it be emotionally, physically, or spiritually, then you may get the sense of this is where how all men are. You may find that attractive. Or if you have been in some type of trauma where you have been abused yourself and you don't value yourself at a certain level. And so what will happen is these CEOs or these abusive men, they target you. It's like there's a sign on the, your forehead that says, I am not enough. And he will do certain things to, to kind of test the water. So, for example, every woman has been approached by a CEO at some point in their life. But he knows very, very quickly that, okay, my charm or the fact that I'm driving this nice car, the fact that I have this money and I can take care of you financially, it won't have the same effect. However, if it does have the same effect or if it does start to work or you do start to fall for his charm and you do have no problem with moving very quickly, he knows I have a good one here. Got it. He already knows. So it is a matter of women that are not secure with who they are. They're oh, not confident oh, yeah. with who they are. Yeah. So that's oh, yeah. the women that are not healed, that are still, um, still need a man, feel like they need a man um, yeah. to survive. They're the ones that would fall victim to this. Absolutely. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Good info. Okay, so now we're on to man number six. I can't man wait. number six. The last one is the chameleon, and he is the one that I always left for last because he is the most uh, narcissistic and the most manipulative and clever of all the men. So a chameleon can be all things to all women. So a chameleon is a man that generally has a lot of female friends. He has a lot of females in his family, and he is a gatherer of information. He has learned very quickly, I need to listen, I, I, I need to be slow to talk. So a chameleon will let you talk because he learned that as long as you give me the blueprint, I'll just fit your blueprint. So, for example, if I talk to you and you tell me, you know what, I hate dogs, I don't drink, and I love Chinese food. Now, the chameleon may hate dogs. 
he may hate the drink and he may hate Chinese food, but because he's trying to get in your pants and get into your pants very quickly, he will mirror everything you need him to be. He will be your Mr. Perfect for right then and there, but it's only for sex. And then he's going to get out of there as quickly as possible. So a chameleon is someone that will move very fast. He's not going to waste a lot of time. That's one thing that you can, that can debunk a chameleon. He's not going to invest a lot of time in you because he wants the sex. He wants to get out and get it very quickly. But he will be very charming. After he's, a date with a chameleon, the you're, you're, he's, oh, he's you're the telling player. your friends about him. Yeah, you're telling your friends, well, he's different than a player because he can he can be everything to every woman. Right. See, some players can only be, be a certain way to a certain woman. A chameleon can change his spots to fit who he's speaking to. So this is, this is from a woman. <laughs> this is a woman's uh-huh. standpoint. Come across many men in my life. And every single player I've ever met is a chameleon. I mean, he he fits that description because they've learned women. They know how to manipulate women. They know how to say what you want them to hear. Is that right? Is that I say that right? What you want to hear? They know how to do that. And like you said, you know, sometimes it's temporary. Some men are really good at doing it long term and they would fit kind of, they'd kind of like borderline the BS guy. You know what I mean? Because some guys can do this also long-term because they need attention. But I, I know what you're, I, we, us ladies know this guy. I mean, for sure. We know this guy. We've all, we've all met him. And uh, yeah, that's, you know what? That is some amazing insight into men. And I love the fact, I love the fact that you have devoted your work to helping women understand how men uh, who men are and what they do and how they act. If you ladies have not read this book, you need to read this book. It's funny. I just got one of my clients sent me over uh, a message. I think it was on Instagram mm-hmm. with a picture of your book. I'm starting to read this. Um, but <laughs> if you haven't read it, you need to pick up the book. Is this your man? Because it is it is insight into a man's head. And, you know, I listened to the audio version, which I liked. Um, and, um, it's so hard for me to sit down and read and just actually look at a book. I'll, I'll fall asleep, but I'll tell you what, I was, I was so intrigued. That's why I reached out to you. I was so intrigued by the information. I think it's great information for women. Um, now outside of these guys, is there anything else? Cause I think, you know, today, uh, because of time, this is all we have time to cover, but I think it's fabulous information is there anything else you want to add or is there anything else you would say to women about identifying? Like, you know, how do they need to identify and what is the importance of ident- trying to identify this up front? Because, you know, one of the things I had, I expect I just posted about this this morning, um, interestingly enough, and I know you'll agree with me. Um, it says, if you listen carefully enough, someone will tell you exactly what kind of person they are. Sit back and listen. And, and I don't feel like people do that enough. They're so trying to impress. They're so trying to, you know, make a good impression on somebody when they first meet them instead of listening and watching because people tell you exactly who they are. And that would be my advice. But what would your advice be to women so that they can identify these guys? I I mean, that that right there is great advice. You definitely want, uh, I have a saying in my book, listen to a man, listen to what a man does, not what he says, because our actions will tell you everything, but what it, but it goes a little deeper. If, if you find yourself, you know, if you're in your thirties, forties, fifties, and you are still single, you still don't feel like you've gotten it right. You know, they always say there's, there, there's 
bad news and it's good news. The bad news is the reason you are probably single, it is still, it is you. The good news is the reason you're single, it is you. Meaning you are in total control of changing what you've been doing. So I would tell any woman who has had a lack of success, who have beaten their head against the wall, who are asking God why and are crying out to God or just at the place of giving up, you have to take an inventory and look into the mirror. You have to figure out what is it that I'm doing that I keep meeting certain men? What is it about me why I keep tolerating uh, certain behaviors? Because I always tell people it's, it's not a man's job to create your happiness. And, uh, and a lot of people do that. Uh, uh, their future boyfriend has a job. He hasn't even met you yet. It's not his job to create your happiness. His job is just to add to the happiness and the good wealth and the good health that you, uh, good health that you already have. He's not there to fix your problems. And I, and I tell women, it, it doesn't stop when you get date, when you start dating and getting engaged. I, I, I meet countless of married couples that did the same thing, even in dating and being premarital counseling, they ignored some of the mix, some of the signs because they are just ready to get to their, what I like to call their Super Bowl. Getting married to most women is their Super Bowl and they ignore some issues. And what happens is when you get married, and you say those vows, ladies, in front of a minister, and I'm, I'm a spiritual guy. I believe not only God is listening, but there's somebody else negative listening. So when you are getting married and you are dating, it's like you have a cup of water, and at the bottom of the water is dirt. All of us have dirt in the bottom of our cup. When you get married, all of that starts to get stirred up, and it's going to come to the surface. So if you have not done the tools and done the work, that's why so many people, even when they do get married, I challenge any, any woman listening out there, think about how many people you know that are married that are actually happy. Because I, don't, I would rather you stay single and, un, and stay single and happy than getting married and miserable. Because being married and miserable, that, that's a whole nother ball game. So that, that would just be my advice is do the eternal work. Because if you don't do it before you get married, trust me. You, you, you're going to do it when you get after you get married, and it, it could be a lot worse. Yeah, and it's going to keep showing up, and and everything that we don't deal with on a conscious level, we're shoving into our subconscious, and it's all gonna it's all gonna play out at some point uh, and build up and become resentment and worse than it you know mm-hmm. could be if we just dealt with it. So that is fabulous advice. Uh, I love that. The good news is it's you. The bad news is it's you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me. Um, and, and, it goes, and it goes with all, and it goes with men too. I mean, yeah. women, I tell, we're not, you're not alone in this. It just, just, just because you think we have more control, which is not true. Men, we don't have more control. Men, we just, it, it's always funny. Men look at women and say, you guys will do so much for love. And women look at us and say, you guys will do so much for sex. And that's because we both think you can get the other easily. Women, men think women can get sex anytime they want to. Women think men can find love anytime they want to. And it doesn't, doesn't always work that way. Yeah, no, you are 100% correct, 100% correct. Um, you know what? I, uh, I want to honor your time with me. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm bummed that we only had a half an hour today. And, <laughs> okay. and I just know this. After ladies hear this, number one, hopefully you'll get some contacts and mm-hmm. people buying your book, which they should, uh, but we'll have to have you on again, at least another half an sure. hour. Uh, sure. it, one of these days, I'm getting your buns down to Dallas and getting you in studio. So uh, we have warmer weather in Dallas, even though I'm from Atlanta too. Uh, we've got yeah. warmer weather in Dallas. So uh, 
So we may need to get you down here uh, for a live uh, podcast. But I can't thank you enough for your information. I love what you're doing. I love that you're putting good, honest information out there and giving women tips because this is insight into a man that you're not going to get from me because I'm not a man. So ladies, listen up. Get the book, because I'm sure you go into greater detail about these guys in the book, right. correct? Yeah. Correct. And, and, and the reason I wrote this book is I started realizing every man doesn't have the answers, because there are men that are very proficient in areas that I just will not even venture in. So it's kind of like, I, I think a doctor told me one time, he said, if, if you have a foot injury, would you go to a dermatologist? Or if you needed right. uh, dermatology work, would you go to a heart surgeon? So I, I, I think the misjustice men do is they, they're giving women perspective from their own experiences. So that's why I needed to reach out to various men that did different things so they could tell their story. And now women can really understand how men work. Well, I thank you for that. I, it is one of my biggest pet peeves being in the relationship business for 25 years and watching people. And for whatever reason, you know, there's there are some women that, you know, try to specialize in men, which is good because they're, you know, women and they can do that. And they have degrees and they have, a, you know, a psychological background. But I, I see a lot of people trying to get into the relationship business and they don't have the background. They don't. And, you know, just like I do, that the psychological aspect of this is so much bigger oh, than it, yeah, than yeah. anybody can imagine. And, and people can say just because I have a successful relationship or I've had a train wreck of a uh, of a history and I finally found love or or some of these people even haven't, you know, but yet Mm -hmm. I'm going to teach on it and train women how to, you know, get a man, but yet, you know, they're, they're not trained at all psychologically. It hurts people more. And I, I've been preaching this for years, you know, go to somebody who knows because the psychological aspect of it is so important and it, and what things look like are not always what they seem and going, trying to get advice from somebody who just may or may not have experiential knowledge in it. But, you know, because as a psychologist, it's not about your experience. It's about the psychology of it. And so it's it it definitely you definitely have to stand back. And what you've gone even a step further, instead of just taking the psychological aspect, you've asked a bunch of guys. So you've taken a bunch of men, interviewed them, spoken to them. And now you have you have that compiled as well. Um, so I, I love what you've done and, uh, I love talking to you. I'm, I'm so bummed. I, like I said, I only have a half an hour, but, uh, we'll, we'll talk again soon. And, uh, and thank you again for being an amazing guest. If you all uh, need to find him, he is on Instagram. Uh, he yep. is on Twitter. Uh, he's on, are you on Facebook? Yeah, I'm on Facebook, Twitter. It's all the same. I'll ask Colin Tate, and they can just go get the book off of Amazon or uh, Kindle and enjoy. Is This Your Man is the name of the book, Colin Tate. So thank you again for joining us. I enjoy you so much. And uh, snuggle up and stay warm in Atlanta. Will do. You guys have a great day. All right. Thanks. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.